Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. We speak the world all this time. We shine. Post Juneteenth celebrations. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah, like the Bible. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Um, <laughs> apparently, it's World Productivity Day. Did you know that? An American made that up. Some CEO in an office made that up. You're so right. <laughs> Shout out to the Nap Ministry, uh, which is all about let's just rest. Let let's let let's nap. World Productivity Day. Why would there need to be a World Productivity Day? World. More importantly, it's also World Refugee Day. I like that one. Okay. Yeah. So it's an international day designated by the UN to honor people who have been forced to flee their home country to escape conflict or persecution. Shout out to Ilhan Omar. Our representative Omar is a Somali refugee. I don't, I don't think a lot of Americans realize like how many people are actually fleeing their countries for various reasons. Well, yeah, that's why when they talk about like these immigrants at our borders, it's like, well, they're a lot of them are not just here to try and get a job. Right, right. They're here because it's very dangerous where they live. I remember when um, Devon and I went with uh, this organization uh, down to Mexico at the border and we like worked with um, just like different nonprofits that are operating down there. And this one woman was like, yeah, I'm seeking asylum because the cartel had overtaken her town. Wow. And... They tried to force her husband, who was like a professor, I guess, like to be a part of the cartel. And he was like, no. And so they I was like, I don't want what (laughs) use would he be? And so they they actually um, took his life and dismembered him. The professor. Yes. Okay. And then they tried to come for her son. And her son was like, no, especially after what you did to my dad. And they're like, oh, okay. And they did the same thing to him. So she was like, yeah, like me and my other son, like we got to get out of here. Her other son was like eight. Mm -hmm. So they came to seek asylum at the border. However, they couldn't get asylum because it's not the government that's harming them. It's the cartel. Which is, I guess, the community. Civilians. Right, okay. Even though I think many would say that the government and the cartels work hand in hand Mm -hmm. a lot of times. That's correct. Oh, my God. So, happy World Refugee Day. And, uh... I know there was unfortunately a ship that was coming between Greece and Africa, I believe. And um, it's supposedly that stretch of water is like the most treacherous stretch of water uh, to Europe. And there was a boat that apparently sunk recently and like a lot of souls were lost. What is going on? Okay. Because people got to listen. People trying to live. People trying to live like a lot of oh, these. Like a refugee boat. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But well, that's even worse than what I thought before. Okay. Yeah, refugee boat. Like people just trying to, you know, find go somewhere where they can make a life. Yeah. By any means. But here we are in America. We're like, even when we get a free show, we like, eh, <laughs> I got things to do. Uh. <laughs> we'll get into that later today. What else will we get into later today on the Amanda Seal Show? Well, we got to talk about meanly Simmons with a whole Simmons family because their father, Russell Simmons, oh, he, he, who I've always said is trash. 
Josh? Well, they confirmed it. <laughs> they confirmed it. So we're going to talk about, go get into that. Plus, yesterday was Juneteenth, as you mentioned. So we're going to break down some actual, more nuanced history of the holiday. Yeah. That some folks might not know about. But coming up this hour, we got to talk about the Memphis Grizzly star, John Morant, because he's been suspended again. No, no, but, but it's related to the... The same offense Okay, the first time. This is not a new offense. Well, no, I just, I, I didn't want people to think that, like, after the last flashing of the gun, that oh, there was, like, yeah. another, like, <laughs> and then he was on here with a pipe. Like, no. No, no. And we'll talk about President Biden and what he's doing to, you know, help us combat these concerts to get prices and just junk these across the board. Who knew that presidents had anything to do with combating that? Maybe he's trying to get a Beyonce ticket and he's out on feed. <laughs> I think it would have been the Taylor Swift ticket. Definitely. I can see it. I can see it. <laughs> well, stay connected with us 24-7 on all socials at Seal Said It and give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We got a whole day of a show for you. So keep it locked. Like your news is up next. Time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it's time for some Black Hero News. So Amanda, you know, President Joe Biden has set his sights on accomplishing a lot of things in his administration. And one of them is getting rid of junk fees. So, you know, sometimes you buy stuff and they add extra fees on the end, specifically when you buy them concert tickets. So Biden's solution is called the quote-unquote all-in pricing, where he wants companies to fully disclose their fees upfront when you shopping rather than wait to the end when you about to check out. And you're like, actually, it's going to be $100 more for this thing. Um, he announced that Live Nation and Ticketmaster have pledged to give U.S. consumers the ability to see the full price upfront, which will minimize wa- watching additional fees be added up late and during the checkout process. So basically what he's saying is roll the fees into the price. Mm-hmm. So you recently got tickets yes. to... To see Usher. U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. Now, baby, tell me what you want to do. Let me say what I was going to do. Okay. So I was like, I got to go see Usher in Vegas. Yes. You've been talking about and it. And you were very much like, I'm not going to wait for nobody. Right, I can do right. that all by myself. Right. And I got on Ticketmaster. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be my actual ticket price that I actually end up buying. So I ended up going with a, a balcony seat. So that was $365, right? For a balcony? <laughs> yes, for a balcony. <laughs> People want to see Usher. It's in Vegas. So, okay. 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 <laughs> all right. And I love Usher, but I wasn't trying to spend too much. So $365 is like a good price. That's a lot, actually. <laughs> but go ahead. Then I get to the end. So they have my processing fee. So the processing fee was $690. That's okay. just the process to order. But then they hit me with a service fee, Amanda. So to service this fee, it was $65.70. But that's not where it ends. <sighs> because they pay our taxes on these things as well. So taxes were $32.85. That brought my price to $470.45. <sighs> So from three sixty five to four seventy, it was literally a hundred dollars more. <laughs> but they did give me free delivery, and they put it on my receipt. So what he is <laughs> suggesting, I wonder if he's going to actually suggest that we know what those actual fees are, or if it's more so just that the fees are rolled into the actual ticket price. I went through a really frustrating experience with uh, Live Nation slash Ticketmaster when I was on my tour in twenty eighteen because I was doing my smartphone and black shows. And I was really like, I want this show to be for the people. So I want as many people to be able to attend the show as possible. By the way, that is changing. (laughs) Just so we're clear. Okay. I'll tell, I'll speak more (laughs) about that later because it feels like America just doesn't respect things unless they 
costs a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I can't believe that that's what it is, but it really feels like if things are not an excessive amount of money, people are like, oh, well, it must not be that great. Um, so anywho, I was like, I want my tickets to be $35 so that people can really afford the tickets. Right. And I had made this abundantly clear to my manager, abundantly clear to my agents. And then went on my merry way and let them handle it and then mm-hmm. announced the tour and everything. And so my aunt was like, Hey, I was um, buying your tickets. Your tickets are $75. And I was like, what are you talking? No, they're not. She was like, yeah, they are. I was like, Oh, that must be VIP. She was like, no, <laughs> regular, regular, <laughs> regular P. <laughs> and they basically, the ticket was 35. The process, the service fee, service fee. was also 35. I just want to know what the service they provide. I want to know. <laughs> Like I need that to break down I want line no. by line. Who's, who's I, I don't understand it. And I really feel like it's because uh, I'm I was supposed to I'm supposed to go to uh Antarctica mm-hmm. and I had to cancel to to rebook in another situation. And they were like, Well, it's a fee to cancel. They love a cancellation fee. And then it's a fee to process the cancel. So what's the first? <laughs> It's giving like miscellaneous. Yes. It's like, it's just miscellaneous. Uh, I just had to just take that. But you know what? Hopefully we won't have to take that, take that, take that. But you got to let us know how the Usher show goes. I will. Uh, I'm, I'm going to take pictures. I'm going to take a little video. Just make sure you're not flashing a gun in it like Memphis Grizzly star Ja Morant. I will not do such a thing. <laughs> he finally received his penalty for being caught on camera with a gun, with a blicky again. But some feel his suspension is too much, and I'm one of them. Uh, we'll get into it when we get back on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And it's time for some more Black Hero News. That is correct. So if you guys didn't know, Memphis Grizzly star John Morant has been suspended for 25 games, Amanda. 2-5 after being caught on camera with the gun for the second time. And the second time meaning this, the time back reported on maybe like a few weeks ago um, that was on social media. So back in March, the NBA suspended John Morant for eight games after a vi- video surfaced of him brandishing a firearm at a nightclub. Then two months later, he was at it again in a moving car, live streaming the video of him with the gun. So the NBA released a statement saying that despite having made commitments to the NBA, that he would not repeat the conduct Ja intentionally and prominently displayed a gun while in the car with several other people as they were leaving social gatherings. Um, Black people don't think this is is fair. So the executive director of the National Basketball Players Association calls the discipline decision excessive and inappropriate, and they will be looking into all options and next steps moving forward. I think we all agree that that is absolutely not true. (laughs) And the reason I say that is because... um, if he were making the same amount of money that the owners of the league were, mm-hmm. uh, then I think it would be fair to say that he is a representative of the league in such a significant way. Mm-hmm. He is one of how many players? And to say that he's like representing the league in a bad way, he's not in a uniform. He's not on court. It wasn't during the season. Like at the end of the day, I just feel like there's a certain point where we're just trying to make adult men be obedient. Mm -hmm. And when we see a nation that is continuously um, standing behind like guns, it's it's like incongruous, (laughs) right? right? right. And we all know that there are a lot of sexual harassment, sexual assault. Like there's a lot of other things that be going on in these leagues uh, where they're not absolutely holding up this like moral ethical card. It just feels to me like, you know, you're being too uh, bad boy thuggish. (laughs) 
too thuggish, ruggish behind. They probably don't even like that he has locks. I mean, I, don't, I honestly cannot find the rationale behind it. Honestly, I'm really trying. It to just think. feels really excessive. <laughs> like, like was like, what did he do something? He he's an adult. Out? Like, he's an adult. Like, he, if it was a licensed weapon, like I just don't understand what is so like heinous agrees about it beyond like you did your first suspension he got his uh and i would love to see the writing in the contract does mm -hmm. the contract say like can do not flash weapons i think from my, my understanding like the also language kind of like vague it's just that, a morality clause decide, like don't like, do don't do anything that puts the league in a bad light right and they're able to decide what that means case by case um but good news is that john Morant is still working with nike they Great decided news. to yeah. stick beside him they're gonna stick beside they're gonna stick beside him i'm gonna stick beside him because they feel like he's taking accountability and, and prioritizing his like mental health in this in this time. I also feel like better. cut it out. This is not a mental health issue. Like by the way, if you see the videos of John Moran when he was eleven, he's being himself. <laughs> he is. He he definitely has shows in the past. He's always been thuggish, ruggish, bone. Like always. Like he's literally always been like this. Right. Right. So I'm also just like, you hired him to throw a ball through a hoop. And he throwing the ball through the hoop. Hit a bounce pass. You know what I'm saying? Like, and by the way, he be trolling with his like inbound passes all season as well. Like, that's a whole other, Jeremiah just looked at me like, stop saying things I don't I'm know. Like, okay. <laughs> but people who know, know. Uh, that being said, I don't think this is a mental health issue on his part. I think mm. the mental health issue is on the part of the people at the NBA who continue to look at their black players as boys that need to be obedient. Here we go. We'll be right back. That's it for Black Girl News. Speaking of people who are not obedient, uh, Russell Simmons, his daughters are speaking out and they said that uh, Homeboy is on one and has been. Several ones. And has been and that they're tired of being quiet about it. We'll keep you informed when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals here with... Jeremiah Like the Bible. It's been a hell of a Father's Day weekend for the Simmons family. Yes. So, you know, last week on Group Chat Thursday, we talked about... Sometimes people decide to give their mom a big up for Father's Day. Yes. So that was that happened in the case of Mingley Simmons. She wished her mother, Kamorley Simmons, a happy Father's Day. <laughs> I don't think her actual father, Russell Simmons, appreciated that mm. <laughs> because on his story, <laughs> he posted a picture that says, Stop telling fathers they should have fought harder to see their children and start asking mothers why he had to fight at all, Amanda. Now, this just opened up a can of worms with lives on Instagram for Kamora Lee kind of talking about her relationship with Russell currently and also leading his youngest daughter, Ayoki, to get on live and really like break down talking about the contentious relationship she has between her father and her and her sister. And how basically he's just really 
kind of lost it. He's like berated them. Even lied about having COVID, Amanda, to get them to talk to him. Girl, he lied. I mean, he lied about having COVID. And I just thought it was really wild how she was like, you know, if you unblock him. So that means that yes, you're blocking yes. him. She's like, if you unblock him for two minutes, it turns into him berating them about mm-hmm. their mother. Mm-hmm. And like calling her all types of names out of her name. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's, that's not surprising for me. <laughs> um, for some people, I feel like they see the pictures on Instagram. They see like these, this, this big, um, successful family. He's like, he's a great dad. Look at the kids. Look but at we the talked wife. about that too. Mm-hmm. We talked about how like people be having like, People be Instagram fathers. Yes, yes, yes. And but behind the scenes, they're crazy fathers. <laughs> you know, the other part of it, though, is that she mentioned that he be, like, mad at them about, like, not posting mm-hmm. him or something. Mm-hmm. And never forget that this is somebody who was a marketing person. He's a label exec. Like, he's about an image, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And upholding this image. And when there were stories coming out about him, you know, being um, someone who was sexually assaulting people, like when the Me Too movement hit Russell Simmons, so many people came to his defense and immediately were like, absolutely not. He's a great man. And that was always interesting to me because we seem to have this weird thing where we seem like great men don't do terrible things. Right. Even though it has been continuously proven. (laughs) I think we kind of live in, we forget that sometimes we prop people up so high because of their good things that we forget we're all still humans. We all have the yin and the yang. We all have the our high moments and our low moments. And for some people, they're real low and they real But high. even their good things aren't even necessarily moral or ethical. Mm-hmm. Like he was a founder of hip hop. Like that's not like you are a saint. It's not like you were out here like saving refugees on World <laughs> Refugee Day. The same way I always say being talented is not the same as being smart. You know, some people feel like because you talented, you smart. Being smart ain't the same as being an intellectual. Yeah, yeah. So Nuance, all of these things. So, Nuance. you know, like, I, y- y'all know I don't rock with Russell Simmons. <laughs> I think he's terrible. Uh, you don't like Russell Simmons? <laughs> not a fan. Not a fan. I was once upon a time. You know, I was on Deaf Poetry Jam. Um, I did uh, Vote or Die, you know. Uh, right now, he go FaceTime you yelling. <laughs> like, you was yelling that. And I'm a, screen, I'm a screenshot it just like Aoki did. <laughs> so if y'all want to understand our point of view more and you don't want to feel like you're in the dark, you can go to, what was it, Hollywood Unlocked? Yeah. They have... Mm. This screenshots and well, they everybody have, got it now. Yeah. So don't think that we just talking out our necks. It's there. And it's unfortunate. And you know, at the end of the day, what really matters most is that there's children at the center of this, yeah. right? And they're coming out about this now. And people are like, Y'all should keep this internal. Why y'all putting this on the internet? You know why? Because this is not just like somebody's like regular family. Like mm-hmm. this is children who have had to probably endure this. And watch people big up their father mm-hmm. all the time publicly. And now it's like, you know what? We're tired of watching you big him up publicly while we suffer privately. The thing. What do y'all think? one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Because I know a lot of people had to deal with stuff like this, particularly like in the church, right? Like Your daddy the pastor. Whew. He actually a fool behind closed doors. Lord. Mm, mm, mm. Well, we got more show for you when we get back. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Six second headlines on the return. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. 
Yes, y'all, see a Man Seals show. I'm Man Seals here with... Jeremiah, like the Bible. You know what it's time for? 60-second headline? That's right. Hit it. All right. So the two Tennessee Democratic lawmakers that were expelled from the state legislature for their protests against gun violence have both won their special primary election. That's right. Representative Justin T. Jones and Representative Justin Jones, they have both won their primary election. So now they're going to go to a special election and that will then put them back in the House for the next run. All right. The country's largest delivery service, UPS, is finally adding AC to their delivery trucks, Amanda. You know why I'm really happy about this? Because I feel like we're going to get a lot more of our packages on time. <laughs> now I know why they was just throwing stuff. They mad. It's hot. Up next, after a 13-year run, Michael Jordan has agreed to sell his majority ownership of the Charlotte Hornets. And you know what's really awesome about this is that... Uh, Mr. J. Cole mm. is a part of the group of uh, investors that are going to be getting this uh, stake. So he's going to be a minority owner of the Hornets. Dope. DC Young Fly's late partner, Jackie O, her cosmetic line, J. Nova Collection, has recently hit high demand following her death. I mean, it really sucks that we have to like support people posthumously more than we do when they're here. But I think, you know, at least this will be really good for our kids. That's up. Well, that's all of my headlines for you, Amanda. 60 seconds. All right. Well, we have one more. A new report finds that early birds tend to live longer yeah. than night owls. So I'll be seeing y'all because I'll be here for a while. 7 a.m. I'll be like, what's going on? Bum. I'm asleep still. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I called Jeremiah at 9 a.m. And I'm like, why are you calling him? It's too early. When we get back, it's time to listen, laugh, and learn. See Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. We Jeremiah like the Bible. And it is uh, happy birthday time for Lionel Richie. Oh, hey, Lionel. Yeah. I love Lionel Richie. Yester me, yester you, yesterday. Was that Lionel Richie? I don't know. But I think Lionel Richie, I think of, um, oh my God, I was about to sing a woo-woo song. That's not Lionel Richie. No. That's Jeffrey Osborne. Did you woo-woo-woo? Oh my God. All um, night long. All night. It's like I started doing the cha-cha. I was like, I know it. <laughs> I feel you. I also started thinking about the Commodores. Yes. Brick, house, and high on sunshine. Lionel been around. <laughs> like, Lionel got hits. People yeah. don't understand. And I remember my mom always quotes an interview that he did back in the day where he was just like, you don't really got to be like ill on the piano to make it. You just got to know a couple chords and know how to play the chords. That's true. Because <laughs> folks, when you start playing the piano, people are like, oh, a piano. <laughs> Meanwhile, Ooh. playing the same song. Yes. <laughs> That's yes. true. So shout out to Lionel Richie and shout out to everybody celebrating a birthday today on June 20th. Uh, yesterday was Juneteenth Day, right? That is correct. So what we got for Black Hair News? We're going to talk about some of the history behind Juneteenth. Because, you know, Juneteenth is the day we celebrate freedom of the enslaved. But there's some is more it? hidden yeah. history that we might that some people may not know about. Plus, we have your big up let down, Amanda. I heard this has something to do with the Smart Funny and Black shows over the weekend. Yes, I was in Nashville, Tennessee this weekend, and I brought two free shows to Nashville of Smart, Funny, and Black, and things didn't go as planned. I'm going to big up and let down all of those things. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so stay locked. They should stay locked to hear that, right? Yes, you should definitely stay locked. Uh, I talked about it a little bit on my Instagram, but I also will talk about it here. And also just wanted to 
just give a shout out to the people who who deserve it but also give some context because i think sometimes people really just don't understand their like true makings of things Mm -hmm. and the more of a the more we become a society that is more interconnected and there isn't as much mystery about things i mean even last hour we're talking about joe biden wants us to know the fees along with our tickets that's right the more we need to understand how things really happen so we can stop you know feigning ignorance and understand how to like be supportive not just in like words but in action so we'll get into that remember if you miss any of the show you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast you can also listen to the latest episode of my other podcast small doses this week we had tap the brown on the show we talked about side effects of having it all yeah people got mad because i said she was a witch and i meant it in a good way because i think witches are good things but you know uh, we'll t- y'all gotta see y'all gotta listen to the episode to understand the context all right i meant it all with love all with love and i'm a witch too it's time to listen laugh and learn hocus pocus it's the amanda seal show Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. We are here for Black Haired News. We are. And we're going to shift gears a little bit, Amanda. We talked about Juneteenth yesterday. You know, we were out of office, but we're back mm-hmm. with some information for y'all. So a lot of people celebrated Juneteenth yesterday, and most of us know it as a celebration of the ending of slavery. But content creator Kimberly Renee gave us some more context about the holiday. Take a listen. Knowledge. Juneteenth probably shouldn't be our National Emancipation Day because it ain't go down like folks be saying it went down. I mean, yeah, Major General Gordon Granger did sail into Galveston Bay, Texas that day and formally announced emancipation of the state. But June 19th wasn't an end, nor was it our collective independence. Let's unpack it. So the South loses the Civil War and the Confederate government collapses. Lincoln then issues an executive order, the Emancipation Proclamation, to take effect January 1, 1863. What some don't know is that the proclamation only applied to rebel states, namely Alabama, Arkansas, Florida, Georgia, Mississippi, North and South Carolina, and Texas. Specifically, it said all persons held as slaves within the rebellious states now and henceforth shall be free. The executive order exempted states occupied by the Union and left slavery untouched in Delaware, Kentucky, Maryland, and Missouri, also called border states. These were slaveholding states that just didn't secede from the Union. So on June 19, 1865, while slavery was federally illegal in Texas, it was legal and would remain so until the 13th Amendment was ratified by a three-fourths majority on December 6, 1865. Now, the records suggest that New Jersey and Delaware weren't particularly excited about giving up their human property. They were the two northern states to initially reject the amendment, ratifying it sometime later on January 23rd, 1866 and February 12th, 1901, respectively. So just like the 4th of July, not all of us were free, even on Juneteenth. Bam. U.S. history. So here's the question. (laughs) Knowing that, do you still feel like Juneteenth should be the day that we celebrate emancipation. It's like we're celebrating the end of something terrible. Gotcha. I don't look at it as a... I'm, okay, to answer your first question, I, I like the name... First of all, I like the word Juneteenth. So. I do. I do. I agree with you. <laughs> it's very black. Um, so I, I, I look at it more as, a, as the umbrella because as we know, there or some people may or may not know, there are a lot of other Freedom Days, Emancipation Days, Jubilee Days celebrated around the country for black communities to... To, um, culminate what Juneteenth means for Galveston, Texas. Um, so I think we look at it more as an umbrella situation. It's like for on a, on a national level. Okay. Secondly, celebration is a, is a weird word for me. I think it more, is. more of like um, a, a day t- of of reverence, of yes. to honor to. Because I think, especially for Black Americans, we've been taught to kind of look at our enslaved ancestors like as a bad thing. 
as, okay. if, as if they yeah. did something bad, Wrong. if that makes yeah. sense. But this was a condition that they that was placed upon them and they endured it for the fact that we were able to be here on this radio yes. show today. Yes. So I think I, I, I like to give reverence to yeah. that, to that, to I hear that you. I hear you. legacy, that struggle, and also just honor them for who they were as people, mm-hmm. as full people, not just three-fifths as they wanted to do back in the day. Who I knows? mean, when we were at the show the other day, like one of the black spurts, like one of the words, to say the word Negro, it's like she, she felt some type of way about mm-hmm. saying the word Negro, which to me, I'm just like, I don't take that as a bad word, mm-hmm. um, but I think we have so much nuance, mm-hmm. right? And so I was I was surprised to see how many people push back against um, Kimberly Renee Jones, who made this video. But I think what she was really just trying to say is the more you know. Right. And I think that's what it is, too, which why I love the fact that we even have Juneteenth now, because it, it's a gateway for us to learn more about yeah. the nuances of what slavery was when it was um, emancipated, when people were emancipated, when people actually weren't emancipated. Is how this country really is a terrible place. Correct. <laughs> We got more about Juneteenth when we get back. Keep it like right here to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah Like the Bible. I just read something very depressing to Jeremiah Like the Bible <laughs> that I will save for you all for Friday's things I learned this week. But we're talking about Juneteenth. Mm-hmm. Uh, yesterday was Juneteenth. Most of us know that it's a celebration of the of unending of slavery, mm-hmm. right? Because I believe Delaware and Maryland or Delaware and Kentucky still had slaves up until 1901. Mm-hmm. Um, because and they weren't part of the Confederacy. They well, no, no, that's not actually why. You know why? Because they straight up were like, we're just not going to honor. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. They were like, we're just not going to honor the Emancipation Proclamation. Got it. Yeah. We're yeah. just, Yeah. So America, (laughs) it's important to know the true history behind the holiday. Um, And so we shared that last break. But what I want to talk about is here we are in 2023. Mm -hmm. Juneteenth has been celebrated in Galveston, Texas for a long time. Mm -hmm. You've also mentioned that there are other Jubilee days, Emancipation Days that happen all over the nation Mm -hmm. at other different times. Mm -hmm. Um, And federally, Juneteenth started being celebrated in 2020. So like as an American holiday. Now we already saw that the whites tried to co-opt it in South Carolina and other places trying to say it's a unity day. It's a a diversity day. Uh, I saw a sister in Philly got kicked out of her beauty school because the black director of the school said that they're going to make it a diversity day. And she was like, pulled her to the side and was like you heard me Juneteenth and she pulled her to the side (laughs) and was like you know ma'am I just feel like that shouldn't be the case and she actually had her expelled and removed from the school so as we always know all skin folk ain't kin folk but I thought it was cool that we are seeing people like creating new traditions Mm -hmm. for Juneteenth and so I love to see that uh, people are creating their own traditions Um, there is a Juneteenth tradition being created in Portland Oregon where black cowboys and cowgirls are doing rodeos. And I just thought that was like such a random thing, but they're having the eight seconds Juneteenth rodeo. I like this better than corporate doing their Juneteenth acknowledgement of things. Throw it out, throw it away. I'm happy we ain't getting no Juneteenth ice cream this year. I'm just happy. I feel like we won something. (laughs) Yeah, because we always like, what is this? They tried it that one year, they tried it. Even the, the one of the brands I worked with last year that tried to do something, they ain't do it this year. You know what? I mean, they're not going to give up. So let's just say that. Like, they're not going to give up. They're just rebooting. If you were smart, though, you would. Because if the consumer don't want it, what are you doing? But that's a whole other conversation. But to your point, I'm happy to see traditions. You also. know what you do? What? I wouldn't be surprised if then the next time they just get a black person to try it out. Ooh, and I know, you know, 
Mm-hmm. And that's what they do. Mm-hmm. And there's plenty who will trot it out. And we go drag them too. I hope the community I bet you they them won't. collectively. I'm going to be on the front lines of the drag. Okay, remember you said it. Remember he said it, y'all. Because it won't be me on the front. It won't be me that's doing the content. Because I'm. Uh, that's like one of my things. I don't know what it is about this. It really just <laughs> gets your it goat. It gets me. It gets me. Um, but I'm happy to see events like this, especially like our rodeo, like something fun, like black cowboys. Don't really that's the other thing that too. Yeah, Oregon. So many levels. There's levels to this. There's levels to this. In this community base, like more than 2,000 people actually attended the rodeo. So the community came together. You know, we doing, we do things in the community. We make things happen. Yes, we do. Mm-hmm. I tried. I tried to do things in the community in Nashville. <laughs> and I took, I took, a, I took somewhat of an L. We'll talk about it. Look at Jeremiah. He's like, well, not complete. You didn't take an L. I did. That was our subjective. Okay, well, we'll talk about it. I, there were wins. There were W's. Yeah. There were L's. Mm. It wasn't a complete death. There were baby L's. I'm giving them a baby L. Okay, well, my ego felt an <laughs> uppercase L. Uh, but we'll get into it when we get back right here to the Amanda Seals Show. What traditions do you feel like we can develop for Juneteenth? What are you guys developing for your Juneteenth traditions? It's been two years now. Is there something that you now, like, have committed to on Juneteenth? Like, you know how people have like Galentine's Day for Valentine's? Like, yeah. is it like you and the family do a brunch or is it like you just like, I'm gonna watch black movies all day? Like, yeah, like what, you know, because I know for me, my Juneteenth tradition is chilling. Rest. Our, that is our answer is actually why the dream, rest. Rest. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Jeremiah like the Bible. And I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it is now time for your Big Up Let Down. Yes, yes, y'all. Big Up, Big Up. Goes to everyone who came out to Smart Money and Black Juneteenth Jam in Nashville, Tennessee. Went down this weekend in partnership with the National Museum of African American Music. We went out there to offer two free shows to the city of Nashville and basically to Tennessee as a whole because I felt like Tennessee been taking so many L's. We talk about it all the time on this show. Mm-hmm. And after the Tennessee Three and more, I was like, you know what? People need somewhere to come and like lift their spirits and get rejuvenated. So I said, let me come through during Juneteenth and do my two shows. And I want to shout out the National Museum of African American Music for being such great partners. They were so easy to work with and really just like gave us the run of the house to do our damn thing. I want to shout out the uh, live stream folks who uh, really did a great job of live streaming. And I want to shout out everybody who came to the show and really just had great energy and who live streamed the show uh, on Amanda Seals TV because it was really dope just to see people like watching the entire show and being in the chat and being involved. Also, shout out to our Black Spurts, Jafar Waller Muhammad, as well as Odessa Kelly from our 7 p.m. show and then our 9 p.m. show, Josh Black and Garrison Hayes. Both great shows 
Our winners, Tafara and Garrison, took home the Master Blackspurt title. So they really did the damn thing. And of course, I cannot not give a big up to my team because the Smart Funny and Black Productions team, we are small, but we are mighty. You know, Jeremiah, be, don't think that Jeremiah just be here on the mic. Jeremiah be there in behind oh, the man. scenes, in then with the camera, <laughs> then he introducing me. And big ups to our band, The Clapbacks. It was the first time that we had worked with this particular band. And, you know, they really came through. Like the first show, we had a little couple hiccups and they like took the notes and next show, boom, like hit it. No ego, fabulous. We had a great time. Yeah. And uh, so a big up, big up, big up to everybody. Let down, however, let down goes to everybody who secured free tickets and did not come to the show because they went somewhere else. So here's the thing: I'm thinking, oh, let me come and do a free show so everybody can come. Mm-hmm. Not realizing, and I guess this is my fault, but. <laughs> If it's a free show, people don't give it the same priority or austerity. And instead of them saying like, oh, Amanda Seals came down here to do a free show for us. Let me go. Let me make sure that I like make if I if I get the tickets that I make it a priority. Folks was like, I'm just going to snatch up tickets to anything and then I'll choose. The thing about it, though, was that the tickets were not. um they, transferable they were well they were not transferable they they were just they there was an, there was an infinite amount of tickets right i mean sorry there was a finite amount of tickets so once the tickets had been registered for it said sold out mm. what frustrated me was how many people were like i was on the waiting list and i would have come if i had been able to if i knew that someone wasn't using their ticket so what it said to me and the let down is really realizing like that people really don't honor something free. And I've been really talking a lot lately about wanting to make Smart, Funny, and Black a free show, make it more available to the community. It needs to be for the community. And what this show let me know was that I know that people are like, don't let Nashville be the the detract, like the, the definitive. By the way, somebody was like, I don't want to be messy, but did Nashville ask for you? Oh, but it was being messy. <laughs> they were also blocked. What really started to eat at me, Jeremiah, was just this feeling like, oh, so y'all really only want to see like my free videos on the internets and you not really caring about when I come and actually do stuff like in the community, like I actually do the things that I actually do. And for an entertainer, for an artist, like that's a scary feeling because that's all you, that's what you have. Do. Like yeah. that that's your thing. So um, I had a day of frustration about that. And then um, I got over it. And so we will rise again. But shout out to the live stream audience. It was 10,000 plus. Is that what this says? Mm-hmm. No, it wasn't. Collectively. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, that was a W. <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> people at home love it. Shout out to the people at home. Uh, you can also watch the shows on AmandaSealsTV.com, which is also my YouTube. So go to AmandaSealsTV.com. You can check out our 7 p.m. 9 p.m. shows that we did in Nashville for Juneteenth. Stay connected with us on social media, y'all. Keep it locked right here. It's the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back, y'all. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. Jeremiah just gave me a good idea. I love when I like get ideas, and you know, unprompted, just kind of throw them out. But I also love when we go to the phone lines, Amanda. Yes, I do. I do too. So, y'all, anytime you want to talk to us, hit us up at one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five Amanda eight two six two six three two eight. Or you know, if you miss anything on the show, go to the podcast. There's a podcast on the show. I tell you that every day, every week. <laughs> Listen to these phone lines, Amanda. Let's see what people talking about. 
Hi, Amanda. So I wanted to call in about the final Black Nation. First of all, love the game. Love watching Smart, Funny, and Black, the episodes that I've been able to see. But what three singers would I send to the front line to save Earth from a meteor? I had two out of three of the same ones you said. I had Whitney, I had Luther, but I also added Patti LaBelle. Now, gonna save if us. I go without the ones that you already said, I'm going with Mariah Carey, mm-hmm. Aretha Franklin, and Nina Simone, because she's going to say, hey, save all the black folks. <laughs> so, <laughs> those are my answers for the final black donation. Um, I hope that y'all have a great day. I love listening to this show. I love everything that y'all are doing over there. Love you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Love you back. We should have a final vaccination question like every week. We should. We should. Even though she agreed with you and not me. But it's fine. It's fine. I mean, I knew I was going to win because you're the youth. <laughs> and sometimes just you got to you gotta be able to take it back. I almost said Mahalia Jackson, but no one would have gotten it. Mahalia, that's a strong contender. If you want to hear like one of my favorite songs is Mahalia Jackson singing Come Sunday. And people asked her, well, why are you performing with Duke Ellington? Like he's secular. And she was like, uh, no, he's an institution. Oh, I'm an institution. <laughs> All right, my hell yeah. Well, you know what? We hope one day that we're an institution here at the Amanda Seals Show and we get respect from all sides of things. Give us a call, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328 because we play our callers here on the show. Uh, coming up next hour, we got to ha- we gotta talk about what happened when a neighborhood in Brooklyn decided to police itself. People always talk about defund the police. They always talk about how, you know, we really should be able to handle things ourselves. Well, you know what? Some folks said, let's put the proof in the pudding. We're going to get into it when we get back right here at the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the system. Rewrite unwritten rules. Oh, come on. We speak the world on this We shine and rise. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. Seal said it, y'all. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all. See Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And uh, we are here on this day in 1960, Harry Belafonte became the first African-American to win an Emmy Award. Now, I'm okay with that because it's a a first from 1960. (laughs) It's like a real, real first. It's a real, real first. (laughs) I don't like when we be doing firsts in 2023. I'm just like, come on, y'all. What are we what are we doing? But uh, rest in peace to Harry Belafonte. He won for Outstanding Variety or Musical Performance for his work in The Revlon Review tonight with Harry Belafonte. It was a musical trip through Black America, through songs and musical performances. Okay, Harry. All right, what do we got coming up this hour? Coming up, we're going to talk about what happened when a neighborhood in Brooklyn decided to police itself. We always talk about self-policing, defunding the police. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we'll see how, how it turned out. All right. Plus, there's been reports that Quavon Offset came together for Takeoff's birthday. You know, there's been a lot of contention with the two Migos. Of course, yeah. Um, but it seems like they're on a good foot. So fingers crossed. Plus, we got to talk about how black do we feel today, Amanda Seals. <sighs> how black do we feel today? Is there any, is there any like blackness associated with patio furniture? Because... <laughs> HGTV. <laughs> a lot of black people on HGTV. Are there? 
what a handful. Mm. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm very annoyed with my patio furniture right now. That's a champagne problem. Nonetheless, if you miss anything about the show, remember you can check us out wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to check out even more podcasts, and check out my other podcast, Small Doses Podcast. This week, we have Tabitha Brown joining us to talk about side effects of having it all. And if you want to watch the show, then you can make sure to check it out on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV, or go to amandasealstv.com. All right, we got more show for you. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. show i'm amanda seals i'm jeremy I like the bible so let's talk about this black great news story i really like this yeah so a lot of people always talk about defund the police and i was like no we can't take the money from the police we can't do that well a community in brownsville actually did it in brooklyn so the brownsville safety alliance in new york is conducting an experiment aiming to redefining law enforcement by allowing neighbors rather than police to respond to low-level street crimes so part of this initiative they are stationed on the block for, for five days and all 911 calls from the area are directed to them instead of the police. Mm-hmm. And while civilian workers cannot arrest people, they don't have that authority, right. they have successfully persuaded people to turn in illegal guns. They have also prevented shoplifting and intervened in potential acts of violence, Amanda. So we going up. You know, it's been a positive uptick. If you know anything about Brownsville, you know... <laughs> Brownsville rough, y'all. Okay? Brownsville rough. So for this to happen in their own community is really incredible. I remember my homegirl, Autumn. Shout out to Audie. She had her um, baby shower at, her, at the Brownsville Community Center in the projects. And we all got on that L train and, and went we, to Livonia. <laughs> and we was like, we yo, love you. your mama gonna pick us up from the train station. <laughs> um, but this is a really big deal. And I say that, I, I mean, I feel it's important to note that it's Brownsville because some might say like, well, yeah, you do this in the suburbs, like big whoop. But like mm-hmm. Brownsville is actually a very crime filled, like it, it has a high level of crime. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think for what it's worth, a lot of times in spaces and cities and towns that have a high level of crime, they ship in police mm-hmm. who don't have any regard or any like connection to that town or city, et cetera. So they're like policing in a way that does feel like an overseer per se. Right. Whereas like when you are actually from that community, like you understand why Bobby is committing this crime because, you know, Bobby's dad is in Mm -hmm. jail or, you Mm -hmm. know, that Bobby gets bullied at school, et cetera, et cetera. So there's a different connectivity to the humanity of the people, which I think is also why when we talk about policing our own communities, it really is that like we know us like we have to have a humanity for us and we need to as a community start looking at each other closer to us because I feel like that's why we have so much violence because we've stopped looking at each other as each other. And even to your point about when you bring you from the outside into a community, communities, especially the black community, we have like certain codes within mm-hmm. our, in mm-hmm. our culture that we understand. Like we taught each other a certain way or we don't talk to each other a certain, certain way, even body language, like certain yes. things are very <laughs> nuanced yes. in the community. So having people who are part of the community kind of, step in where the law enforcement usually would, I could see how it could be a positive way to really down, um, to push down crime, especially things that are like low level, like shoplifting or petty crimes. But even like getting someone to return a gun, right? Mm-hmm. Or to turn into a gun, to turn in a gun, like because you're talking to them on a human level, not mm-hmm. on a criminal level, mm-hmm. right? Because you have a connection to them because you see them or you saw them or because, you know, you may know one, you by two, you know, what is it? Six degrees of Kevin Bacon them, et cetera. <laughs> 
I remember my homegirl, she, she works at a law firm. I think I've told the story on the air before though, where, um, there was a, there was a, a, a client who they were saying was going to have to go to the mental hospital because they said he was speaking nonsensically. And she was like, well, what, what is he saying? And they were like, he's talking about the gods and the earths and you know, the, the cipher and the moon. And he was, she was like, uh, it sounds like he's just a five percenter. <laughs> and so she actually went and spoke to him and like did part of the deposition. And right. she was like, yeah, he's actually completely saying he's just a five percenter. This is Wu-Tang language. Like, what are you talking about? He's okay. He's okay. But it's cultural competency. Yes. And I think obviously police don't have that a lot of times in our community. Or what? to have that yeah. they're not expected mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they and i feel like when they do have it it's more so as like a reconnaissance like it's a oh i learned these things so that i can better police, police you. you right versus actually talking like a human being mm-hmm. it was at the end of the day too as a community it's all of our jobs to make sure we all live in this community we together. all live here together <laughs> so we all want to live in a safe community of, of one that's plagued with non-violent activity one that's we were happy and at peace and you not you got to keep your head on a swivel twenty four seven to go down the street. Which is also why I'm like, stop littering in your own community. That's my other thing. That's the Juneteenth, really Juneteenth uh, tradition. Not tradition. Um, when you uh, take something, what's the word? Oh my god! When white people do it all the time appropriation, appropriation that is littering. Those two things grind my gears. Because why are you throwing like why are you throwing stuff out the window onto the street? I picked up someone's litter in Harlem, and a dude said to me, "Why are you acting white?" <laughs> I literally saw somebody in the parking lot the other day, like, throw like a whole, like, bag of food into the parking lot. And I was just like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? Things about me. Things about me. No, I'm with you. (laughs) Things about us. When we get back, uh, Quavo and Offset. Mm -hmm. This is something nice to report. Yes, they come together for Takeout's birthday. We'll get into it when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hey, y'all. It's Amanda Seals here. It's Jeremiah Like the Bible. This is the Amanda Seals Show. Yes. And we have something happy to report. So Quavo and Offset came together for the late Takeoff's birthday. So as you know, Quavo, Offset, and Takeoff made up the Migos. Mm-hmm. And there has been some contention since his death. I mean, the last time we kind of spoke about Quavo and Offset in the public arena, it was during their fight backstage yeah. during the Grammy Awards due to Quavo not being allowed to go on stage with Offset to perform a tribute. Or take off. I think it was a reverse, right? Oh, you're right. I'm sorry. Yes. Offset was on, was on stage while Quavo um, performed. But they seem to be in good spirits now because over the weekend on June 18th, they celebrated what would have been Takeoff's 29th birthday at a park in Atlanta. And I, I knew Takeoff was like young, but I didn't realize we were the same age. So yeah. I didn't realize he was 29. But yeah, other than the, other than Takeoff's funeral, this is the first time the two have been seen together on camera since his death. So I think is- it's just... You know, at a certain point, it just it just becomes like, what are we, mm-hmm. like, what what are we carrying on? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that this means that like they're gonna be like made up now and right, they're gonna right. be like, you know, having pool parties at Offset's house. But I think for just the people and also just for them, mm-hmm. it probably is healing to be able to at least put their doubt their discrepancies aside to lift up takeoff. Right, right. And I think too for some things. Whether you reconcile and become like friendly again, obviously had like issues before takeoff yeah. death. Mm-hmm. I think there is something to be said about kind of like leveling the field, like resetting. Scorched earth. Yeah, like you know what? Whether we out of eye anymore, that's one thing. Let's just like clear this air and like let's take this off the table. Plus, for what is worth, those three together will only know what those three kind of it had. That's it. As the amigos in culture. Yes. As a unit, as friends, as family. 
Only those three have it's all, all Yes, it's just them. So That's real, though. That's like a very real thing. Like, that. that's really just mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. They have assistants. They have girls. They have managers, etc. But, like, they were the amigos. Right, right. And <laughs> it's like we have, like, those memories sometimes about certain things. You can only call, like, one person about yeah. it. <laughs> Sometimes you're cool with that person or you're not cool with that person. Uh, like, dang, I wish I could call this person. There's too. so many boyfriends I should have not continued <laughs> speaking to that only got a call back because there was just a joke that oh, I, that I knew only they oh, would they get. Hate I hate those comments. You're like, because now I got to like, laugh to myself. I know. But yeah, I'm happy that they were able to kind of come together to celebrate Takeoff's birthday. So happy birthday, Takeoff. Skirt, skirt. That's it for Black Eared News. Coming up, small doses. Side effects of having it all with Tabitha Brown. We're going to talk about it, play a little clip when we return to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremy like the Bible. And uh, let's get into it. Small doses. Yeah, so this past week you had Tabitha Brown. Highly anticipated episode. Mm-hmm, people love it. But part of the interview, she actually talked about kind of, you asked her the question about do white people feeling safe around her and how certain black people become make yeah. themselves more palatable yeah. for white people and she talked about how code switching for white people almost made her sick she said this in, in corporate America when I worked nine to fives I spent many years code switching to make white people comfortable and it made me sick in and, what way like when I, I started having panic attacks oh like it made it you made me literally sick, sick. Mm-hmm. yeah because I realized I had let it go so far that they got too comfortable to talk to me yeah. crazy and then I got upset with myself they got too comfortable and they were talking to you crazy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Without saying too much because when when I had woke up and realized that I sued. So. You better use the system. <laughs> so it is it's only so much I can yeah, say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have to listen to the episode to find out like the stuff <laughs> that they was doing at this job. Listen. And she only gave a little bit so I can only imagine. Right. She literally gave us just yeah. a smidge and even that smidge was too much. Right. Especially you have enough to file a lawsuit. So, you know, they was... And win it. <laughs> and win it. Her. That part. Uh, I, people have really said that they felt like this was a dope interview because they said that uh, they learned stuff about Tabitha that they hadn't seen before. And they felt that she was... Um, someone said that they felt like this was yeah. the first interview they, where they've seen someone talk to Tabitha on her level. Oh, okay. So, but the biggest thing that a lot of people are saying is they're like, oh... It's like two completely different types of black women, but they're like in one place mm-hmm. and like respecting each other and understanding each other on different levels. And, and there's a level of synergy there. Like you you guys have mirrored experiences in a way. Like you're different, but there's like this connectivity yeah. in your experiences. Yes. 
And I think um, there's a clip I just put up on my Instagram from it where she says, I come in peace. Mm. And I said, I, I don't. <laughs> and that's really like a very clear demonstration of like, okay. But I feel like we did a great job of, um, I wanted to make sure that we did just a different interview. Mm. I feel like Tapitha is very, you know, she's out here and, you know, she's yeah. somebody who gets to be herself in a lot of these spaces. So you're like, how do I interview somebody and ask them how do I make sure that I'm talking to them about stuff that like they you know haven't already just covered you know she's doing because she does so much like self content yeah it's her and Chance it's her and her daughters and it's her with the with the food and so it was like how do we get there but I think we did and I would love for you guys to check it out so make sure you go to wherever you get your podcast and listen to this week's episode of Small Doses Podcast Side Effects of Having It All with Top of the Brown you can also watch the episode on YouTube at Amanda Seals TV or go to Amanda Seals TV and if that isn't enough, we also have bonus content. So you if can go to, yeah, we, we give you so much. You can go to my Patreon, the Amandaverse.com. By the way, all of this stuff is able to get to by AmandaSeals.com. So if you're like, Amanda, you say in all these different destinations, just go to AmandaSeals.com and you can get to the Patreon. You can get to the podcast. You can get to the video of the podcast and more. All right. So shout out to Tabitha uh, for joining us. And who do we have next week? Duran Bernard. Yes. Uh, yeah. Artist. Yes. Vocalist. Yes. Performer. Mm-hmm. Don't put him in a box, baby. It's going to be a episode. It's going to be a dope episode. Yes, yes, yes. Stay right here, y'all, because we got more of this dope episode of Amanda Seals Radio. Nope, that's not the name of the show. It is on the radio, though. <laughs> it is, it is. On the Amanda Seals Show, when we get back, we're going to talk about how black we feel today. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. And you know what time it is? It's time to find out. How black do you feel today? Jeremiah, like the Bible. Yes. How black do you feel today? I feel living single black. Hmm. Okay. Because I am living single. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey. In a in a twenty in a two thousands kind of world. Yeah. 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 But also because I'm, you know, for whatever reason, I've been like on these these binge series where like every few weeks I pick a new show and kind of just like tap in. Mm-hmm. And currently, that's my show right now. Like I'm into living single in like a very distinct way. Really. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, like, I've always watched Living Single, like, in, like, at random. But, like, that's been, like, my show for, like, the past, like, week and a half. Okay. So, I'm tapped into, you know, Khadijah, Sinclair, Regine, Max, Kyle. All how, right. How black do you feel today? <sighs> how black do I feel today? Um, I feel Henrietta Lacks black. <laughs> okay. <laughs> in that... It just be feeling like I got to have like a drop of me in anything I'm doing (laughs) in order for it to like work right. Not a drop. (laughs) And that gets a bit frustrating because it feels like you got to like micromanage everything. And like you want to be able to just like set things up and be like, y'all know what I like, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, boom. And then like go about your business. Um, But when you feel like you have to have like a little piece of you in every little thing, in order for it to like do what it do, it like feels like you're like always like breaking off pieces of you and not getting credit for it. Like Henry the Lacks. <laughs> However, 
uh, a bill was actually just reintroduced to posthumously get Henrietta Lacks the Congressional Medal of Honor, by the way. That's it. I, like I know. I know. How about money for the family? Right. I'm like, how about that? I don't need a medal. I don't need a medal. She's literally not here. We lack Henrietta Lacks. Yeah. Uh, but nonetheless, that's how black we feel today. When we come back, we got more black news. Politicians say the darndest things. And uh, 60 second headlines plus your big up let down. It's all coming up next on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Hope everybody had a Juneteenth, a relaxing, restful Juneteenth. We are up. We are up. We are up. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Hope you also had a relaxing, restful Father's Day to all the dads. Yeah. Uh, I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah the Bible. Sign to listen, laugh, and learn with the word of the day. Okay. The word of the day is indomitable. Do you know what indomitable means? Um, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> Make a guess. I mean, when I hear the word, I think of Abominable Snowman. I know that's not what it is. That is not what it is. You're correct. Uh, it has the same, like, sound. What's the word? It's a word for that, when things sound the same. Onomatopoeia? No. Um, when things sound the same, homophones? No. Uh, okay. Well, I don't know that one. Uh, um, so what does it mean? Let us know. Uh, it means something that is impossible to defeat or discourage. Okay, okay. Indomitable. Yeah, like sometimes it feels like the naps in my hair are indomitable after I take my braids out. That's a homophone. Naps. I thought you meant like naps like sleep. You mean naps <laughs> in your hair. Got it, got it. Yeah. To defeat. I know some of y'all feel me on that. Like when when you take your braids out and you got to take the knots out that have formed where the braids were, it just feels indomitable. Knowing girls have like natural hair, like before I got my locks, I had like, you know, a little Afro situation. Mm-hmm. And like detangling, I'm like, oh, y'all do this all the time? Sir. All the time y'all do this? Mm-hmm. Too much, too much. Well, you know what's not too much? What we have coming up for the folks this hour. That's right. Coming up this hour, y'all, we got politicians said the darndest things per use. Plus we got 60 second headlines, in case you missed it. Mm-hmm. And we got Amanda's big up and let down. All of that and more coming at ya. So don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. Remember, if you want to hear the show and you miss the early parts of the show, it's all right. All you got to do is go wherever you get your podcast and check us out. You can also check out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, Side Effects of Having It All with Tabitha Brown. And you can watch it on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV, or go to amandasealstv.com. We got more show for you, so keep it right here. It's the- McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. The Amanda Seals Show. It's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm German like the Bible. And it's time for... Politicians say the darndest things. Yeah. <laughs> so today, y'all, we got U.S. Representative Dan Crenshaw, 39-year-old Republican out of Texas, and he had this to say about gender-affirming care. I want to run everyone through this thought experiment. So, so you know, my daughter's going to grow up with a father with one eye. And at some point, she might say, you know, I want one eye. I identify as somebody with one eyeball, which, by the way, is far less important than your gender, just physiologically speaking. And so if I take her to the doctor and I say, can you just enucleate that eye for us? Because she identifies as a one eye. She wants to be just like her dad. What would the doctor say? They'd say, you're crazy and I'm going to have you arrested. That's what that, well, that's what they should say. And this is, this is for a physiological intervention that is far less important than your actual gender and your reproductive organs. We, we have to stop this madness. This has gone too we far. Do. We do. We do have to stop the madness of people talking about gender affirming care as if it is giving minors physical surgical sex changes. We do have to stop that madness. He said, what if my daughter was like, I want, I want one, 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 one I, I want to identify as one. We also have to stop the madness of putting people with single digit IQs <laughs> in positions of power. But you know, like, he thought he ate that. Though. Oh, what? He was like, I'm about to hit him with this one. He was at home when he came up with that. And he was like, yo, I can't take this call. I got to stay focused. I got to get this on paper. For the record, and for the millionth, bajillionth time, gender affirming care is not about sex changes. By the way, I don't see them raising an eyeball or... <laughs> Oh my God. I'm just like. <laughs> when it comes to parents letting their kids get boob jobs mm-hmm. or nose jobs, mm-hmm. because listen, we live in California, honey, and these kids be getting boob jobs and nose jobs at 16 very regularly. Okay. But that's beside the point. What I want to say is that gender affirming care is really about hormone blockers, puberty blockers, and they have been studied extensively to not have permanent effects on people. You want somebody that's in government to read a study, Amanda? <sighs> You're right. Is that what you want me to do? I mean, some of them haven't even literally passed the GED. They don't have time for that. They got other things to do. Like what? You can do a podcast. <laughs> you could take pictures in front of the American flag. Like, go America. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a lot of stuff you could do in Washington. You could pose with your family, with AR-15s right. in front of Christmas trees. Mm-hmm. A lot of things you could do other than actually read studies about the things that you're creating legislation about. Got it. So for everybody out there who has basically, I know we have people listening who have been on their Instagrams like, this is terrible. How do they do this to the kids? Stop doing this to the kids. I want you to know that gender affirming care is not about permanently augmenting children based on the gender they feel that they ascribe to. What it is about is allowing them with the assistance of non-permanent medication to 
feel more comfortable in their bodies as it aligns to that gender until they perhaps decide later down the road that they want to make a permanent shift. That's it. And since we're making comparisons, he want to talk about like one eye. It would be the same as literally it's the same as you saying like, you know what? I want my hair in locks. I want my hair in locks. Right. And then your hair is in locks because right. you know what people don't know? What? Is that if you take your time, you can unlock locks. Oh, yeah. You can come them on out. Tabitha literally talks about that on our episode of Small Doses. Right. So that's what I mean. It's something that may alter your appearance, may make you feel more comfortable or in mm-hmm. touch with yourself in a way that does not have to be a permanent change to your body and appearance. You know what so, is a permanent change, though, Amanda? What? The number one killer of children is guns. Yeah. When they shoot you and you die. Permanent. But they're not talking about that. He need to focus his one eye on that. And in Texas. All right. I hope I taught y'all something today. (laughs) And I hope that you stop being on Instagram fighting for something that is not a cause. We'll be right back with his second headlines. Team Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. All right, y'all. We're about to head on out of here. See Amanda Seal Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. Jeremiah, tell people what we talked about today. We talked about a lot. We talked about your means, Russell Simmons. Mm, that's not my means. Don't do that. <laughs> the people, the people, the people. Some people love Russell Simmons. They really do. Even they though really he out in Bali, he was getting that heat from his daughter. You know why he went to Bali? I do. Okay. To escape. Because you can't, yeah, they don't have extradition laws in Bali. But go, go on, go on. But yeah, his kids, kids, and ex-wife, Kamali Simmons, had a lot to say about his character as a father. Mm-hmm. Um, John Morant, we talked about him in the suspension for 25 games and the ridiculousness of that. But Nike still sticking beside him. We talked about the history of Juneteenth, some nuanced history. Quavon Offset coming together for Takeout's birthday. And a neighborhood in Brooklyn that's tried policing themselves. I love that story. So make sure if you haven't heard any of the stories that we talked about, that you go back and listen to the podcast. It's available every day, the podcast for The Amanda Seal Show. You can also check out the latest podcast of Small Doses. We had Tapta Brown join us for side effects of having it all. You can also watch the episode on amandasealstv.com. Keep them calls and comments coming in. Remember, our lines are open 24-7. 24-7. Now, someone said uh, in the response to Juneteenth of it all that they had not heard black people thank white people during these Juneteenth celebrations for freeing them. And we are going to talk about that on our group chat Thursday, but I want to get y'all talking about it already. Do you think that there should be any part of appreciation shown to white people in America for emancipation as a part of Juneteenth celebrations? I know some of y'all are like, Amanda, cut the Right. You know what? <laughs> Say that in the call. one 855 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Coming up on Wednesday's show, We'll have all your black red news. We got big up, let's downs, another edition of Politicians Say the Darnest Things. You know, all the good stuff that we do every day here at the show. So remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Stay safe, y'all. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Listen, I learn. All right, let's go. It's the Amanda Seal Show. It's cultural competency. Yes, and I think obviously police don't have that a lot of times in our community. Or what? to have that yeah. they're not expected mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they and i feel like when they do have it it's more so as like a 
reconnaissance. Like it's a, oh, I learned these things so that I can better police, police you. you. Right. Coming up Wednesday, we got more Blacker news, the big up let down, plus politicians say the darndest things. All that is coming up Wednesday on the Amanda Seals Show.